0: I came, to get biscuit, biscuit, this I came to get this, get this, get this party chopping. I came to get this, get this party, party club. I came to get this, get this party, doping. I came to get this, get this, get this party club. Get this, this party chopping. Hey, y'all. Your girl is back. The whoop is back. Happy Monday. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I hope that you all had an amazing weekend, and I hope that you all are having an amazing Monday thus far. And if you're not, listen, pick your head up. Don't quit. Eventually, you will see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for all of us always. So I thought this would be a really dope episode just to, um, Share some behind the scenes podcasting stuff that happens to me sometimes. It's pretty funny and pretty crazy. And I know a lot of y'all can relate, y'all podcasters. And what does um the comedian David Arnold? I love him, he always says marriage and having kids ain't for the week. Well, podcasting ain't for the week either. Okay, don't sleep on podcasting because there's some crazy stuff that be happening behind the scenes, okay? Before these episodes are released. I'm telling y'all, like, it's a lot. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm really in this. I'm not in this for the money. I'm in this because I'm passionate about it. I love it. It's fun. Okay? Because I'm telling you, the stuff that be happening, it will make you want to quit podcasting. You know? But before I get into that, I really want to get serious for a moment because there's some things that I've been seeing that I just I just need to release this. Okay? So I saw two videos over the weekend, this past weekend, Two different videos at two separate times, right? Um, It was uh, two uh, black women crying their eyes out, very upset, very sad. The first video I saw, it was a woman, she is in the military and she was crying, y'all, so bad. It was so sad. And she was talking about how people are being very insensitive towards her and telling her, you know, you know what you signed up for. You know what it was because she was talking about how she was very scared that she was about to be deployed to Ukraine, And, um, she was just, y'all, she was crying so bad. And she just was like, I'm so tired of people being so insensitive to me and telling me just because I signed up for the military that I should, I shouldn't be crying. So I went to the comments to leave her a very kind message because again, I'm, I'm a, you got to show people kindness. Like, let's be kind. It doesn't cost you anything to say something kind to someone and it can change the course of their day. Okay, so why not be kind? So as I'm leaving her a message in her comment section, in the midst of that, I can see other people commenting, too. And oh, my God, the very thing that she's crying about in the video, they are doing the same thing. They're leaving her messages telling her, well, you signed up for this. Like, what did you think was going to happen? You knew what you signed up for. Why don't you shut up and do some push-ups?" Like people were saying the most ignorant and disrespectful things to her. And I just thought it was so ridiculous. Like people don't realize words do have power. And some people are not at that point where they're not allowing your words to affect them. And she clearly wasn't at that point. She was very upset. She was at her breaking point. And you're going to just kick somebody while they down? Like that's crazy to me. That is crazy. And I cannot understand it. Right? And so for that, I want to say this. Just because someone signs up for the military doesn't mean that they're inhuman and and they don't have feelings and they're not scared. They don't, you know, feel anxiety or they're not afraid. They're human. They're human. And we should be thankful and grateful that these people sign up to do this job because somebody has to do it. Somebody has to protect us. Somebody has to do this job. It's just like doctors and nurses and people that take out the trash and teachers and When you look at those jobs and you say, I don't know how they do that. Somebody has to do it. And you should be thankful that somebody has to do it. Somebody has to save your loved one. Someone has to care for your loved one. Someone has to take your trash out and destroy your trash. Someone has to teach your child. Someone has to do these jobs. Maybe you can't do this job. You know, maybe you're not built for it and that's fine. But someone has to do it. And that doesn't mean that they're not human and they don't have feelings. Like, let's be kind. Let's show each other grace. That's crazy. You should be thanking your lucky stars, thanking God that these people have stepped up and they have filled these positions that clearly you can't fill, that you can't do, that you're not built for. But someone has to do it. But when you see somebody at that breaking point and you say something worse to them... You, you can't do that because you could, be, you could be the reason why someone does something crazy that they shouldn't do to themselves because of the words that you're spewing. Because again, that person is not in a place. They're not in a strong place, obviously, at that moment. They're in a weak space. And then also to the people, because there were also people like, why are you crying on the internet? Like, here's the thing. A long time ago, I used to think that way too. Why do people get on the internet and cry? Why do people do this? But then I started to realize some people feel lonely and don't have anyone else to talk to. They feel like they can't talk to anybody. So a lot of times people get on the internet, um, you know, for whatever reason, they just feel like they want to be heard and they feel like they have a group of followers. Sometimes they feel like their followers are their family. Now, in this case, people were being very mean to her. But sometimes people feel like somebody will come across their video. Somebody will hear their words and maybe help them or give them some words that they need, give them some encouraging words that they need to hear. You know, there's all different reasons why people do it. But now I don't I don't, you know, I used to look at look at it the same way a lot of people do. You know, why are people doing this? Why are people taking everything to the internet? But I realize that some people really are lonely and they really just want someone to listen to them and they want to talk to someone. And sometimes they choose the internet. You know, again, it's not for us to judge. It's really not. So then the second video That I saw was a woman crying. She was in her car. She was on her way to school. And she said, you know, I'm really having a hard time wanting to be here today. She said, I really, I almost didn't make it today. I'm really having a tough time wanting to be here today. And she was talking about wanting to live, wanting to be here in the land of the living. And she was just crying so bad, y'all. And again, I was so sad. And I went to her comments and um, left her a message. She was talking about how she's struggling with depression. And, you know, if there's anybody out there who's feeling like I'm feeling, I understand you. I see you. I just want you to know I'm just having a really bad day. And all I could do was just stop and pray for her. And for both of them. Just pray for her. Pray that she finds the strength, strength um, to continue being here. Because I understand, personally, I understand what it's like to uh, be depressed. And for the world to just, you know, look at us, especially as black women that, you know, we're supposed to always be strong. You know, we're so, we're supposed to always have it together. And this woman is just crying her eyes, eyes out and pouring her heart out and her feelings out and saying, I really struggle to be here today. You know, because here's the thing. Well, I, I actually struggle with depression myself. Right. That's why I can resonate with this personally. And then also I lost a loved one to suicide because she was suffering with depression. So that really triggered me. But um, she said, you know, I want you to know, I want all of you to know that I see you and I understand because I'm going through it. But when she said that, you know, I can I do not want to be here today. That is so sad y'all, because I know that feeling. And uh, one day I was laying in the bed and I was like, how, how can I describe what I'm feeling or what depression is, because some people still don't understand how a person can get to that point where they don't want to be here anymore or where they take their life, they take their life. And the way that I was able to describe it is that, you know, depression is a horrible opponent to have to go up against, first of all. And it's not one that you intentionally choose no one would intentionally choose to fight depression. It is such a dirty opponent and it constantly takes low blows and it causes you unbearable pain and suffering. And it thrives in us because, you know, when we're at, first of all, it thrives because we have mental illnesses that are, are you know, that are really um, serving as a warm and comfy home for it. It's, it's you know, it's a mental illness, Right and when that mental illness is not addressed it literally depression can climb on up in there and just you know take the shoes off take take their clothes off and just you know relax and just be lounging in the house which is the mental illness right as for some people it lies dormant in some people but it lives an active lifestyle in many and it loves to feed off of fears and worries and weaknesses. It likes to get you at your vulnerable state, okay? And, you know, it knows when you're alone because it latches on to you. It's almost like you guys watch um, those movies where there's paranormal activity and there's an apparition. In the home and it latches onto a person and it kind of possesses them. That's kind of what I equate depression to be. It literally latches onto you and it makes you a different person. Now, um, long story short, because I do want to get to the reason why I'm here, but once depression latches onto you so deeply where you just become a different person because of it? You get to that final place where you want to take your life, right? And in that moment, you are not thinking about anyone. You're not thinking about your mom, your dad, or your sister, your brother, your cousin, your loved ones, your kids, your husband, your wife. Depression doesn't allow you to see those things, to think about those things, to think about people, to think about the people that love you. It doesn't let you see it. It like it blinds you. It blinds you. And you can't you don't have like a clear uh, state of mind. And that's what it does to you. It latches onto you. And it really possesses you. You're a different person and it gets you alone. A lot of times you have to be alone because that's the best way it knows how to attack you. And that's how it can complete its mission. When you are alone and you're vulnerable, and you don't have anyone else around to talk you off of that ledge. It it gets you right there where it wants you. And so depression will take, um, it will have like a, a, a selfish death grip on you. And that's the best way that I knew how to describe it. Um, when I had to get it out on paper, like literally it, it's really horrible. It's really, really horrible. But, um, you know, thank God I'm in a better space. Thank God for everyone who has come through that. Cause it's a hell of a battle to fight. So I thank God for you that you're still here and let's continue to, to still be here. Y'all let's continue to fight. And so what I told her was you know continue to fight it. You know I'm praying for you. You you know people love you. People want you here. And even saying those words, whenever you say those words to people who are suffering, who are sad, a lot of times they can't grasp that those words that you're saying to them. They can't even receive it because depression has latched onto them so bad that they can't receive those words. So you can really say, you know, all day long that you love that person, you want them to be here, but they can't receive it until they start getting some help with um, trying to fight it. Because sometimes, you know, depression will really, it will really take you out of here. So I just pray for everyone that's dealing with depression, anxiety, anxiety, or any type of mental illness. I'm praying for you. I pray that it gets better. All right, y'all, let's get to the reason why we are here today. So let's talk about some, some behind the scenes stuff, y'all. I got to tell y'all, I got to tell y'all some stuff. So uh, I think I'm going to share about three things. It's a lot more than this that goes on, but I'm going to share about three things here. So uh, the first thing I want to share with y'all is, y'all know that, uh, well, some of y'all might not know. I don't want to assume, but when I started Linnea Blogs Her Way back in 2018, I started just writing random things about my life, about my trauma, creative things, short stories, poems, all that jazz, right? Then I was like, I wanted to incorporate interviews. I want to do written interviews, like a and a and just add that into the mix, right? And so that's what I did. I started doing interviews. The first one I did, I think it was um, Tanya from uh, Little Women of Atlanta, because at the time, she had a skincare brand out. I think she still does. I'm not sure. But she had a... Um, She had a skincare brand and I want to talk to her about that because I've always wanted to, if I'm doing an interview, I want it to be informative. I want it to be inspiring. I want you to take something away from it. Maybe something new that you didn't know that you could do, or you didn't know about that person, or maybe you wanted to start your own brand, or you just don't know how to do something. You don't know how to start your business. You don't know um, how to begin your journey or whatever it is, you know, or maybe some information that you just you just need. So I like to I like to do interviews where you're going to get something from it, you know, in some way, shape or form. Right. So she had a brand and she was talking about her brand. I, I asked her questions. She, she answered it. And this was a written interview. And then after that, I started to do more interviews, you know, and not just with celebrities. I talked to everyone. But that was just, I believe that was the very first one I did. And then I talked to, uh, I was able to talk to Kimberly Elise and Melinda Williams, very prominent actresses and uh, author Jamal Cruthers, and so many amazing people, not just famous, but you know, I, I talk to everyone. It doesn't matter, right? All right. So this is where I'm going with this. Recently, I was going to do a podcast interview with someone and she was going to, you know, spread awareness, give some really important information, right? And so her people, her team came back because a lot of times I'm talking to publicists. You're talking to publicists, especially if it's a, a, a high profile person, right? And so the publicist comes to me and he says, you know, hey, she wants to do the interview. But let me let me talk about pricing. Let's talk about pricing. I said, well, you know, just for curiosity, because I said, just for shits and giggles. I said, let me ask him like, what, what is her pricing? And and I said, to be clear, are we talking about her pricing for a, um, a podcast interview or are we talking about like a speaking event? Um, so he answered me back and he said, well, for the podcast interview, she's going to charge $1,000. Uh, what? $1,000, $1,000 y'all. She will come on my show According to her publicist, she will she wants to do my show, but she'll come on for $1,000. So I immediately start typing back. I said, no, thank you. I'm going to politely pass, but I wish her all the best. I wish her all the best. I was really nice about it, y'all, okay? So publicist came back a second time and was like, well what are you willing to pay? What price are you willing to contribute? Because she really wants to do the show, but at the same time, she has to keep up with her expenses. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, is this person like really hard up for money or something? Like, what what, what, what does he mean? She got to keep up with her expenses. Like, don't we all? So I say again, For the second time, I said, no, thank you. I'm going to politely pass. I am not in a position to pay any guests, you know, and I I don't normally do that. So that was that. But here's the thing. Never. And the reason why I brought up the uh, blog and the interviews is because that's where I started doing interviews and not one time since 2018, since I started doing interviews. And then when I started my podcast, because I started both platforms kind of the same way how I started blog. Uh, Linnea blogs her way. Well, when I was not doing interviews initially, same thing with unpacking the box. I started off solo, doing solo shows, no guests, but then I wanted to incorporate guests, you know, so I could do either, Oh, I can do solo or guests. It really doesn't matter. Right. Um, and so I brought that up just to say all these people that I have, all these amazing people that I've had, I have interviewed over the years. No one has ever asked me to pay them. And I've never asked anyone to pay me. Never. And I never will. Now, I understand about people wanting to make money. I get it. Everyone wants to monetize. I get it. But some things I'm just not going to monetize. I'm not. And I'm not knocking anyone else. I hope that that this guest finds someone that will pay her the thousand dollars that she wants, you know, I'm not knocking that. But for me and my house, okay, uh, we will not, <laughs> we will not be paying anyone and I will not be charging anyone. The only thing that I charge people for is if you want to run an ad in my show. And I think that's quite different, not a guest, but if you want to re- run run an ad and you want to advertise something, right? But I, I never, y'all. I'm never gonna do that. So because I just encountered this, uh, encountered this the first, the very first time, right? I took this to my podcast support group that I'm that I'm on in on a uh, Facebook, you know, and I posted it. I was like, Hey, has anyone ever encountered this? And I got tons of messages back, y'all, with different podcasters saying that is crazy, like that's out of control, no way know how like that's crazy um uh, there was you know one or two people you know it's always one where they were just like well they should or they should charge you know you should I mean if somebody's coming on to you know talk or whatever they should be charging it was just like you know it was about two people who were saying that but for the most part people were like no that's crazy because it's free publicity you know when you have a guest on talking about their brand or whatever it's free pub public pub- I can't talk, y'all. It's free publicity, really, for both parties. It's like networking. You're networking with this guest. This guest is helping you in a way, and you're helping the guest in a way. We're helping each other. But I'm not. Listen here, y'all. No, Linnea is not paying for any guests, and I'm not charging any guests. It's not going to happen. So that was a polite no, okay? (laughs) All right. So the second, the second thing that happened, y'all, okay, so back in March 2020, okay, at the height of the pandemic, okay, at the height of COVID, you know, the death rate was crazy. It was just crazy ridiculous. There were different things coming out. People were scared. I was scared. I actually worked in healthcare at the time, and I was going out to work every day, really dodging and really trying to protect myself against COVID, and I remember being real scared, real nervous having anxiety about it because I was out there in it, right? And so at the time, I was uh, setting up a interview with Rain Pryor. For those of you who do not know uh, Rain Pryor, which you should, okay? I love her, by the way, y'all. I love me some Rain Pryor. Rain is a uh, actress, a comedian. And then back then at the time, March 2020, she was running for the Baltimore City Council. And so I really wanted to reach out to her just to talk to her about that. Right, um, and I just thought I was so excited, so excited, i so I reached out to her, and I was actually talking to her back and forth, and we set up the interview, and I was so excited, y'all, I set up the interview, I remember it was in the evening after I got off of work, and I was too pumped, and I was feeling really nervous because I was like, I love her, um uh, yeah, I love her, but also you guys which um she's uh. Uh, the late and a great Richard Pryor's daughter. Okay. If y'all don't know her from being an actress, comedian, which you should, cause she's amazing in her own right, but she's also the late great Richard Pryor's daughter. And so I was just so nervous, so excited to talk to her, still stressing about COVID and everything, but I kind of tried to suppress that. And so I got on with her. We started recording episode was amazing. We wrapped it up. I hung up with her. And, you know, I was just so happy that I got to talk to her. And y'all, guess what? Let me tell y'all something. That was a bomb-ass interview, okay? But guess what? I went to go rerun the interview, replay the interview. And guess what? It wasn't there. Because guess what? Your girl did not press record. I did not press record. I didn't record a damn thing. Okay. So we talked for about, I want to say it was about a half hour, possibly 40 minutes. And the whole time we talking, I didn't press record. Do y'all know how upset I was? I was so upset. I was so mad at myself. I was so angry. I was like, how, how did I, how did I, how Linnea, what are you doing? I have been waiting for this envy. So, y'all, after I, you know, cried, my cry, got upset. I was like, you know what? I I'm gonna tell her. I'm just gonna tell her. I'm just gonna tell her. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna tell her that I didn't press record and I'm gonna ask her if she's willing to do it again. I said, please, Lord, please let her be understanding. <laughs> because I didn't know. I didn't know how she was gonna be, but. Talking to her, y'all, she's so cool. She's so down to earth. She's so nice. We actually talked a little bit after, well, after the fake recording initially. (laughs) We talked after that. And uh, she seemed really nice. But at the time, I was just like, oh my God, I just effed all the way up. Oh my God. So after about two days, I, you know, I got the nerve. I said, you know what? Hey, it is what it is. She either going, to let me do it over again or she's not. And we can just go ahead on to the next, you know, it's no big, it is what it is. You know? So I calmed myself down. I sent her an email. I said, Hey, we recorded the other day, which was great. I'm so thankful and grateful you took time out, but unfortunately I did not press record and I'm so sorry, but would you be willing, do you have time to do another interview? And y'all, she answered me back and she was like, yes, we can do another interview. And I was so happy, y'all, because I was like, oh my God. So we do the interview, which is, which is just as great as the first time. We do the interview over and she's so nice, uh, so gracious. So just, I just love her so much. And um, we did an interview, y'all, and it came out great. It came out great. And um, I really appreciated her for, I appreciate her for giving me another chance y'all she was just like talking to me she was like are you okay because I told her um you know initially uh when we did the first fake recording I told her you know how I worked in healthcare and it's been crazy and then that second time she was like are you okay she was like you know what's different about this time? Are you all right? I'm like, yeah, uh, this time I'm, I'm calm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stress-free. I'm good. Uh, last time I was kind of, you know, on edge, I was kind of nervous just about the other things I've been going through in life with, you know, working in healthcare and just, you know, everybody being sick around me and COVID and everything I said, but today we're going to do this thing and we're going to get it right. And so she was laughing and we did it. We did it again. And so I was really, uh, I was really thankful for that. I was, Yes, y'all, your girl did not press record. But guess what? That has never happened again. That never happened again. I learned my lesson. I was like, oh no, oh no, that won't happen again. So now what I do is when I'm recording, because I usually use Zoom to record. So what I do now is I'm recording on Zoom. Plus I got a backup recording. I'm recording on another device as well. This time, listen, we not we're going to record it somehow, some way. Okay. I, (laughs) I gotta have backup, you know, but that's just, you know, that's just an example of, you know, you, you F up and you try again, you try again, you, you fall down, you get back up and you try again, you try again, no matter what, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but it, it, but it also teaches you to go about things differently the next time. And so I'm thankful for that and then the last thing i'm gonna share with y'all is okay so y'all who follow me on instagram if y'all look at my instagram stories i always share uh photos and videos of my cat peanut i have a cat his name is peanut he's like about two years old i think something like that he's very cute y'all he's white and he's like a tan he's the cutest little boy he's my best friend because he's always he spends so much time with me i work uh from home so he's with me all the time, he's sitting next to me, he's always by my side, he's very clingy too, and I post him all the time on my IG stories, well, listen y'all, let me tell y'all this, So usually I go into my quiet place when it's time for me to record. I tell the husband, I tell the kids, I'm like, Hey, mommy's about to record. Y'all already know what time it is. You got to be silent. I need to hear nothing. So I go into my little quiet place, right? You would think that I would have to worry about the kids making noise, right? But no, y'all it's the cat. And it's not even him meowing y'all. It's not even him doing that. He is literally beside me. He's like, Trying to like poke me with his paw, not with his claws out, but just like tapping me on my shoulder. Um, he's playing with that little thing on the door, like I don't know what that thing is called, like a door stopper or something. He's like boing yong yong and boing yong yong, like the noise is crazy, right? That's what he's doing. Because normally when I record, he's in the room, but he's literally sleep most of the time. He's sleep, but on a I would say two or three occasions, he's messing with that thing and it's a boing yong yong and boing yong. Like right in the middle of my recording. Now you guys won't hear it because I literally will get the sound removed if that happens. I'll get the sound taken out. But he's like, you know, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking that you would think the kids would be up here making noise because my kids are loud, y'all. They loud. They be having the TV loud. They're just loud people, right? and but no it's the cat he's doing the most while i'm recording it's like he almost it's almost like he knows when i'm about to record because that's when he starts most of the time he's sleep, but sometimes he's up and he's doing the most and even i will get up and i will let him out the room y'all and he will bust right back in the room now i lock the door but guess what happens when i lock the door he puts his paw underneath of the door and he's literally rumbling the door and it sounds like somebody's breaking in like the room <laughs> y'all he is off the chain okay peanut is funny y'all peanut is hilarious that's my little buddy this little my my little bestie but yeah i was recording with um tashina arnold actually (laughs) and he came in the room i was like oh dear god please don't let this cat make no crazy noise right so he comes in the room and i'm like oh goodness and he sits beside me. I'm like, okay, he's laying down. He's actually sitting beside me laying down, but he got like his little paws folded in. If those of you who know how cats are, they will sit with like their little paws folded in like all nice, like all nice. Like they are trying to appear to be so nice, but they not. He's a Dennis the menace. He is. He can be sweet sometimes, but he's mostly Dennis the menace. So he's sitting next to me with his paws folded in. And all night, so I'm like, please, Peanut, don't do this. I'm talking to Tashina, which, which which she was so cool, by the way, y'all. I had talked to her before we recorded and also after. She is super cool, y'all. Uh, but he's sitting there all night, so I'm like, oh, God, he about to do something. Because when he's sitting there nice for a little bit, he be about to do something. I already know. So then he gets up after sitting with his little paws folded. He gets up. He goes over to the door. I'm like, uh-oh, he's about to do that boy-on-yon thing. And I say, and I did a like little hand motion, I'm, you know, telling him not to do it. So he puts his paw on the thing, about to slap it, and I'm like, "You better not do it." And he doesn't do it. He sits down. It's almost like he knows he knows how to get me riled up. So um, he he didn't do it. He just sat there real nice. But I was just like, "Please don't do this. Not today, sir. Not today." But yeah, I have to fight my cat, y'all. I really have to ask him to be quiet. Like why I record, like please be good today, Peanut. Be good today, y'all. I love my little cat. But um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I post some of the stories all the time. He's really the only one that like pictures and videos. The kids don't be liking pictures and videos, so I just take uh, pictures and videos of Peanut. He's a cute little kitty, y'all. He was a uh, he was a stray. He was outside living in the cold and rummaging through the trash, and you know we uh, got him. From uh, the Humane Society where we live. And he's just so cute. Uh, he's so cute. And uh, I'll have to post the picture so you guys can see. But yeah, that's just three things of many things crazy that happened to me, y'all. Let me know what, uh you know, behind the scenes stuff happened to y'all, you know, because I would really love to hear it. You know, we go through a lot of things as podcasters, but it's amazing work. It's work that I love, work that I will continue to do because I love it. I love it. So y'all, this is uh, pretty much all I wanted to talk about with y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Now, you know that I always do unpack your box with my guests, but it's just me today. So I'm going to unpack my box before I get out of here, y'all. And this is what I want to say. This is for my podcasters. How a podcast starts. Is not necessarily how it will continue. Life is forever changing and so are we, which can affect how we do things. And guess what? You should do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. That's the beauty of elevation. You're allowed to explore new ways and new things no matter what it is. It's a great thing. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Stay true to yourself and what you believe in. Your audience will ride with you if they genuinely like you. Listen, I look at Beyonce. Now listen, y'all, Beyonce is not a podcaster. However, she has elevated and evolved over the years and we can apply it. Um, here and what in, in this uh, point that I'm trying to make, you know, so many people have said over the years, you know, hey, I like the old Beyonce, I like the old songs, I like the stuff she used to wear back in the day. Like, people always want to be stuck in the past, right? But here's the thing life doesn't work that way. In order for you to grow, you have to try new things and do what you've never done. In order to reach new places, you have to travel and go where you haven't gone. There's nothing wrong with that, it's nothing wrong with changing. It's nothing wrong with changing. That is how life works. You're supposed to change. If you have a complacent mindset, then you wouldn't understand that. Embrace moving and trying new things. And that's all I got for y'all today. Keep up with your girl on Instagram at unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast. Be well.